So I want to start the show off today with a little humor before we get on to the most serious stuff. And that is uh, here. Let me show you uh, kind of what happened last night when our, our dear president here in the United States uh, gave his first uh, address to Congress. Okay. Much like uh, good old Ted here. Good old Ted, man. Good old Ted's like, uh, like herpes. He just keeps giving. Uh, this is how mm -hmm. America felt last night for the most part. You don't even need to play the video. The thumbnail was enough. Oh, ads and oh, ads, an man. Ad. God, they got us. Nope. They got mm. us. Hold on. Or I'll give you the answers. We can actually, if you actually want to solve a problem, I've sent a bill to take a close look at it. <laughs> we have to also have to get at the root problem of why people are fleeing, particularly the, to our southern border from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Oh, God, man. You know, Ted needs to watch his cholesterol. I can guarantee you that's what it is. Look at that right there, man. I've sent a bill to take a close look at it. <laughs> we have to also have to get at the root problem of why people are fleeing. My Tia my has the same problem, dude. <laughs> we know it's a cholesterol. Right? Oh, man. Good old Ted, yeah, dude. I, that's funny. I mean, it might not even be Ted Cruz with that face mask. It could be anybody. It could be anybody, guys. It could be anybody. It, it could, could be an imposter. It could be somebody sitting in for Ted. But, you know, exactly. uh, that is that is out of the uh, the address there that uh, Biden gave last night. And, you know, he, he, he touched on a lot of topics. One of them, as you guys can see there clearly, is that for the first time in history, we have uh, two women, right? Now, you can see this. Is it positive or a negative in the sense that, and by the way, some people are already seeing like that. Some people argue, wow, fantastic. For the first time in history, we have, you know, two women, you know, right behind the president when usually you have seen either for a long time two men or a man and a woman, right? Like in Trump's presidency where he had Pence mm -hmm. and he had Pelosi. Uh, now we have two women. We have, you know, the vice president and we have obviously Nancy Pelosi. And, you know, some people on the other side of the coin were like, wow, isn't it just, you know, uh, ironic that once again, we have women taking the backseat to men, you know, when are we going to have it the other way around? So depending on, on where you are, you either saw it as a, as a great historic moment, or if you want to say you're more pessimistic, you saw it as a uh, ironic, right? That you have, again, two women taking the backseat. How do you see it? Well, it's funny because it's pretty much exactly what he did with the border. In trying to be popular, he's just shot himself in the foot again, again, <laughs> yeah. and again, and again. It's, it's like the same. It's the same thing. It's just he's just shot himself just by trying to be a gentleman. Which now, by the way, if you aren't watching or listening, if you use the word gentleman, that is a triggering word. So be careful with that. That is an archaic system that should no longer exist. Just like the fact that the president is putting two women behind that we can see there. We could, who's the one on the right? Is it really Nancy Pelosi? And, uh, is that Harris. Nancy Pelosi on the right? It's Nancy Pelosi, a famous Nancy Pelosi. Oh, wow. Yeah. She, she's got the same problem as Ted Cruz by the looks of it at this pause screen. <laughs> it's from here. Oh, man, Nancy yeah. Pelosi. It's, you know, I, um, I gotta say, I gotta admit that years ago, because she's been in government like, God, man, it's, she's like a dinosaur there, you know, no, no pun there on her age, but she has been there for a long time. And I gotta tell you years ago when I was growing up, um, in California, you know, my teachers put her as this, like, you know, freedom fighter and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, 
best thing that happened to politics. And I got to say, I don't know who the hell those teachers were because now that I'm a grown man and I've looked into politics and I've gotten heavily into politics, I'm like, what the hell? You know, that just, um, mm, the stuff that comes out of her mouth. She is, by the way, Josh, that one lady we covered, mm. if you remember, where she was basically pushing everybody to not uh, go out, you know, social distancing, blah, 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 only essentials. And she's the one that got caught in a salon essentially getting her hair done. No mask. Mm. Yeah. Sometime back. This happened like last year or something, you know, at one point. But it was, uh, she's that kind it, of person. It, yeah. It's the older politicians now suddenly realizing that not only news reporters are the problem, it's people with their mobile phones or cellular phones, however you want to call them. They're always there. They're always there. Always there. So there's, there's no, there's, you can't say face, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. By the way, I'm getting a little bit of feedback from your end. If you don't mind just turning me down a little bit, because I'm so goddamn loud. Yeah, sure. Let me just um, turn that down. Is that okay. a bit better? Yeah, I think it's better. Uh, all sure. right. So, 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 so let's go in real quick. Uh, actually, can you hear me? One, two, three, one, two, three. Yep. So you can hear yep. me, right? Okay. So let's move on, right, to, to what really came out of this, really, in my opinion, as a highlight. And it wasn't Joe Biden's speech. So really, it was that after his speech, we had a whole bunch of politicians from all walks of life, including uh, good old Ted there, uh, giving his remarks on on exactly, uh, you know, uh, what were the highlights, what were the, the the down points of this whole thing. And let me let me open that up real quick. And uh, of course, in this interview here, good old Ted is not sleeping. He's actually doing his job in a way. And he, he, he has remarks here with Fox News. So let's, let's listen to that real quick. The most radical line tonight was when Joe Biden said, we the people is the government. No, Joe, you seriously misunderstand the Constitution. We the people is not the government. We are not a country of dictators in Washington running the people. We the people is the people, damn it, who are in charge of the government, whose freedom you're taking away, whose liberty you're stripping away. And it showed the arrogance of the hard left that they think that he is the state is what he said and he's we the people i mean holy cow that was radical and 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 that's where where today's democrats are <laughs> so they're up obviously after taking his nap he's he's full of energy he's, he's energized yeah you know, he's ready to go he's like i took yeah. my nap probably had a good snack yep. behind the cameras and he's ready to launch and i'll tell you what yeah. while uh there's plenty to critique uh ted cruz there over i was watching the uh the address live and uh, I got to say, I caught on to the same thing when, when Joe Biden said, uh, we the people are the government. And, you know, I could agree there. I don't know if he's ever, at least in the United States, I don't know how it works for, for other countries, but that is not how that statement is supposed to work. You know, it's, it's uh, right. the government, big government is not what we the people want uh, to see, at least here in the United States. So it was, uh, you know, pretty radical. I got to agree uh, with Ted Cruz there. Uh, not something I say often, but, you know, I, f I find it pretty radical of, of Biden to come, come out on a world stage and say, essentially, we the government, we are the people. You, you the people, you're not actually not the, you're, you, yeah, the, yeah, you're not. It's us, yeah. us in government, right? Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, uh, I don't know, I, I always find it quite difficult to watch politicians getting passionate. And I say passionate in inverted commas because it's like, 
there's something so ingenuine about it, don't you think? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It's uh, I think um, it, it definitely suited Joe Biden in that moment to say that, right? Like mm. he felt like, yeah, because for so long you have had people that are that have felt like, oh, because under, under the Trump administration, it was like the evil government. And now that he's in, it's like, hey, mm. I'm your friend, remember? So we are, you we know, we are the people. But it didn't work out that way. And I saw many other people critique Joe for saying that. I think in his mind, it sounded great. But it obviously, it didn't work out the, exactly the way he he, um, he thought it would. And in addition to that, by the mm. way, another highlight from the night was something mm. that I got to say that I, I it resonates with me because I, I have lived it. And that is um, really uh, in, an article here, right, from from Twitter. Uh, that says, uh, or from, sorry, the uh, Blaze Media says, Twitter blocks racist, quote, Uncle Tim, slur against Senator Tim Scott, but not till several hours after it started trending. So if you guys don't know what the hell happened with Tim Scott, because again, many politicians from all, from all sides of the aisle uh, came out and basically created some type of, you know, public response to, to Joe's address. So I'll play a little bit of that you guys can go, go go google it but here's a little bit of what this article is referencing let's play that real quick so you guys understand a little bit more let me make sure i don't blow out your ears they were inferior today kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again and if they look a certain way they're an oppressor from colleges to corporations to our culture People are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. And so again, it's very long. I don't want to play the whole damn thing here, but... That is something that resonates with me because even even uh, before he said that, by the way, at the beginning of his speech, he said, hey, I am someone that has that has uh, has kind of like seen and experienced right racism firsthand. Right. In the same article, uh, they go on to describe that um, that uh, uh, Tim here has has been called, by the way, things like Uncle Tom. And if you guys don't know what that means, for those of you guys listening outside of the U.S., that is a, 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 a racial slur, not as bad as saying the N word, but it's, it's, it's up there among the, among that to say, to tell that to, to a black individual, mm -hmm. right? Saying, oh, you're, you're with the whites, right? Which I'm, mm -hmm. I'm tired of hearing, but that is essentially what they're saying with that. And he has said that on the article here, it says, uh, um, or use slurs like the N word to attack him. He said, I have experienced the pain of discrimination. I know what it feels like to be pulled over for no reason to be followed around a store while I am shopping. Right? So it's not like he hasn't experienced racism himself, but even with all that said, and I've said this before about myself, I, I you know, he doesn't believe the U S is a racist uh, country and neither do I, there are our racist idiot, stupid individuals in this country. Yes, absolutely. But the United States as a whole is not represented by those few idiots, right? And unfortunately, what happens many times, as you heard him there 
in that in that part of a speech I played, he hears often corporations and individuals try to politicize everything and further divide us by saying America is racist, America is this, America is that. And again, on Twitter, on Twitter, which many people know Twitter is often used by leftists and and far right liberals. I'm not going to here classify all liberals, but often is used by far leftists who tend to be the most racist. I'm going to say it mm-hmm. right. Twitter is a place where many people on the right have fled from and try to search alternative tech. Right. And many people on Twitter are coming out and saying things like uncle Tim to disguise the whole uncle time, which is, which is disgusting right now. Um, afterwards, right. The blaze also published another article right immediately uh, today that says uh, they ripped Tim Scott, but liberals are predictably silent after Kamala Harris agrees America is not a racist country. And here, here's evidence of that, right? So we can show you guys. Uh, he, she, she actually went on, on TV to say that, to back that up. Senator Tim Scott said last night that America is not a racist country. Do you agree with that? And what do you make of his warning against fighting discrimination with more discrimination? I believe that we need to, well, first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country. Again, it continues on and she goes on to, to, you know, to back uh, Joe Biden's points in that interview, you know, and then that's when obviously once you have now someone quote on the left, like Kamala Harris, the VP, come on and essentially back someone on the right, then people back up like, oh, all right, Kamala said it's not, so let's back up. Let's back up, right? And it's and it's quite frankly, it's disgusting, because anybody, most people, I would argue, that has ever sat and argued and said, "Oh, America is a racist country," racism, 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 are saying it. They don't understand that they're saying it from a pedestal. They're saying mm-hmm. it from the comfort of their American home, and they're saying it out to the world that actually has problems, right? From their comfort of probably watching their uh, 40 inch, 30 inch TV, flat screen TV, mm-hmm. you know, probably under AC or something like that in a very nice neighborhood. Because I've heard it, people. I've heard it. It's, 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 it's idiotic. It's stupid. It's funny at the same time. I've heard it from people, you know, he leave nasty comments about how racist the world is. And then you'll, all you have to do a little digging, just a little digging into them, into their social media profile. And guess what? Yeah, pretty damn good jobs or and live in pretty damn good neighborhoods in comparison, by the way, to people with actual problems. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like uh, racism is always a great way to sell newspapers and news stories and all that kind of thing. I think maybe the United States, I don't think it's the most racist country in the world, but it's definitely the most. Um, how could you say it? Like its story of racism is the most popular, to put it in one way, I guess you could say. But I mean, as far as racist, racist countries go, like really racist, I think the only difference that the US has to those countries is that guns are easily accessible. Right, right. And you're right. You know, we do have the most uh, popularized, I don't know if that's, you know, the word I I want to use, but for lack of a, a better word, popularize history of racism right mm-hmm. next to i would say or set or, or first to the 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 what hitler did right we are first mm-hmm. to that right because i was more of a genocide 
it, it was racism, you know, but it, we were, it was, a, it was a genocide. So people try to categorize it differently, but it's all the way up there. When people try to talk about racism, and I have heard this by the way, from people outside of the U S even in their countries, they'll, they'll point out things that happen here, like the civil civil rights movement and stuff like that in the U S and even though it didn't mm -hmm. happen in their country. So you're right. It's it commonly popularized, but Mm -hmm. It's not still to this day, the most racist country in the world. We've had not only a black president, but many black leaders, right? Great leaders mm -hmm. that have amounted to great, fantastic things, right? Most of our media, in fact, nowadays is, is, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here if you want, but very, very, uh, motivated to push anything that's not white, which I don't necessarily agree. Right. But it, that's a topic for another day. But it pushes a lot of minority uh, movies, music, everything, right? Mm -hmm. First, before it pushes. And this goes for a lot of networks out there. So you can't come and tell me that, oh, my God, our maker is so racist. Don't confuse that with coming across a few racist mm -hmm. idiots in the street. But, alas, um, that yep. that happened, right? Uh, yeah. With, with uh, somebody coming out, which is really sad, by the way. On the last note, I'll leave this. It's really sad to see that a, a black individual comes out. Right. Says, hey, uh, here are my remarks on the president's address. And by the way, America is not that racist. And as you can see there on the video, if you saw, it was like halfway through his speech. The whole thing was like 60 minutes. And that's what the Twitter mob decided to to grab, run with, mm -hmm. and then trend yeah. Uncle Tim. Like, how sad is that, man? Right? How sad is it's that? You think all of them were white? Right? Yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's absolutely stupid. I think the thing is, is the U.S., like most countries, has a problem with racism. That That's fair to say. Most countries have varying different degrees of racism there. I understand that, you know, there's still quite a bit of racism which happens in Europe, you know? And lots of people say, like, oh, it's a lot better there. It's a lot, you know, it's a lot more understanding. People, people get you and all that kind of thing. But, you know, there's a lot of countries there, like particularly, well, I don't have names because I don't want to be called out. But I do know some countries there that, you know, still racism is quite prevalent. So Mexico. the U.S. is Mexico. Sorry? Mexico. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, okay, Mexico is... I called them out. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go into that in, the in, uh, in another <laughs> Future episode. Future video? But, uh, I'm a brown video. guy. I'll back next you up, video. dude. I'm a brown guy. <laughs> I have that brown privilege. <laughs> I can back For you sure. up. For yeah, sure. Yeah, right? But no, you're right. You, you said it very well. You know, we do have a problem with racism here. And you know what? I'll say it here. It's not coming from white people, not the vast majority. And I have experienced that myself. I've been called a coconut, uh, 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 things like Uncle Tom or similar like um, by people that are not white. You know, when I've, when I've made like TikToks, I've shared that before, right? So a lot of the racism that exists now, it's not what the, where it came from before, like in the 50s and 40s, where it was commonly, commonly seen that it was coming from white people. Now it's coming from all sorts of freaking backgrounds, right? Uh, again, I called out my own Mexicans, and I'll call you out again. Mexicans can be very racist, very racist, all right? So don't try to hide behind the white racism to hide the, the Mexican racism that Mexicans do do against our own people, mm -hmm. right? I, I've shared it before real quick. I'm the Negrito in my family. Exactly. That's so racist, mm -hmm. dude, like full, full-blown racism, but whatever. All right. Let's move on to the next story. But before, I want to remind everybody, you guys, you guys can listen to uh, this episode and any episode on uh, any of the major podcast platforms, including Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. And in addition, if you guys don't mind becoming a member, you know, uh, we, we have uh, Josh and I here who are trying to do our best to make a living out of this and be entertaining and grow and learn. And well, at the same time, we also, we also need jobs and we want to make this our job and we need something to support us. Google AdSense is not enough. So if you guys don't mind becoming a member, we would really appreciate it. It's, it's $5. You know, I know you guys, most of you guys, if I met you in the street, you know, and I ask you to, to buy me a coffee, trust me, it'll be a lot more than that. So five bucks, five bucks a month. If you don't mind just becoming a member. Okay. Let's move on to the next story. And that is uh, H3H3. Now I've talked about H3H3 on here before. I've been a longtime follower. In fact, I think I'm a member of their own channel. I think uh, I've, I followed the likes of H3H3, uh, Philip DeFranco, uh, a lot of people all over the place. TYT, all those people are mainly on the left. But I've also followed people on the right because this, this is what we do here, right? We, we research information. We try to take both sides, right? And uh, I've also followed people like uh, Jordan Peterson. People are going to be like, oh, Jordan Peterson. I, I do. All right. I do. Uh, we have people on the right uh, who are also things like, uh, I think, the Fox News and stuff like that. So anyways, H3H3, being one of the creators that I follow, said something on a very recent episode. In fact, let me see. I think it came out yesterday or today. Oh, today, April 29th. And he said something that, in my opinion, we've talked about here before and we have to be careful. All right. Because misinformation is not always uh, as traditional as you think. So let me let me show you guys a little bit of what he what he said on, on his uh, on the podcast he just released today, apparently. So this is what caught my my ear. All right, and you tell me uh, what you guys think. Uh, yeah, and Joe Rogan's back at it. You know, been shitting on Joe here a little bit. Joe Brogan. But again, you know, this is the kind of shit that's just not acceptable in my opinion. And people say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part, it's safe to get vaccinated. I do, I do. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. Why? I love those guesses like, yeah. Yeah, why, why? You just said. It's safe. He can, he, Joe Rogan will never, I feel like so many people are trying to explain to him like this simple fucking piece of information that he continues to ignore. Result, and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. No. The way he says it too, like, no. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta critique him. I don't know that he'll ever watch this, H3H3, but H3H3, Ethan specifically, dude, calm down with calling people out with how they talk. Like this guy, by the way, Ethan Klein, again, love the podcast. It's very entertaining. I'm a, I'm a super fan of Frenemies. But L. Ethan is one of the biggest, like, characters that you'll ever find. Yeah, he'll throw tantrums. He has, uh, he has like, this is a gird that he calls that he coughs on the freaking thing. He, he likes to chew and eat on the microphone. But whatever. I can't stand when people call other people like that when they do the same thing. But whatever. Okay. That is the fucking worst idea. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if Can you're, you both, if you're a healthy talk? person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're both? eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. Yeah. Okay, Joe, I don't know how many times I need to explain this to you. I'm sure other people are trying to make you understand this too. Okay, so, so listen the fuck up. Everybody needs to get vaccinated to stop the spread of the virus.
healthy young people get the virus, they are asymptomatic, and they spread it to people who are vulnerable, right? It's very fucking simple, It seems really simple, yeah. Like, why are we ignoring this simple fucking fact? Um, you know, it's not rocket science. but nothing happens. Okay. So, that's pretty much the highlight that I want to show you guys. And this is why. You guys caught on there. Ethan, Ethan, out of his own mouth, says everybody needs to get vaccinated to stop the spread of the virus. And out of the CDC, by the way, all right, CDC themselves, which is the, the center, um, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, right? Out of their own website, they say things like COVID-19 vaccines are effective. However, a small percentage of people who are fully vaccinated will still get COVID-19 if they are exposed to the virus that causes it. These are called the, quote, vaccine breakthrough cases. This means that while people who have been vaccinated are much uh, less likely to get sick, it may still happen. Experts continue to study how common these cases are. Now, the reason I'm calling out HRE as misinformation is because you have to be careful, man. Like, Either present the receipts as they say nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. Or just or just say it's your opinion. Like you have to kind of start with that and say, hey, it's my opinion that blank. Right? And mm -hmm. and at, at, to be fair to Joe, by the way, we go real back to another video that I think Joe released the day after or something like that. Joe really never said, okay, yes, and I'm also a follower of Joe. I follow all these major podcasters, right? It's my job. Um, that he was like a no vaxxer. Okay, this is this is he tries to correct the record in this later video. Deep, it's I mean, there's some legitimate science behind this. It's yeah. not this is like the thing about this whole thing. This uh, people being upset at me. I didn't say I'm not I'm not an anti-vax person. Right. In fact, I said I believe they're safe, and I encourage many people to take them. My parents were vaccinated. I just said, I don't think that if you're a young, healthy person that you need it. Their oh. argument was you need it for other people. So you don't transmit the virus. That makes more sense. So I'm that's, a young. But that's a different argument. That's I'm a, a young, conversation. not so healthy person. You're not that young. Okay, Joe. Thank you. You're not, Anyways. Okay. You so he goes on to talk about, you know, with the other guy that's there. But, you know, you hear, you hear him there say it one more time, right? For the idiot in the back. And I'm sorry, H3, you're one of those today. Like in the first video, he didn't say it. In the second video, he didn't say it. And you know what the problem is that gets on my effing nerves? Is that, remember Tucker Carlson? Remember that episode we had? Remember not yeah. Tucker Carlson. It wasn't yeah. Tucker. It was the other guy. I got uh, Scaramucci or whatever his name is. Remember that guy? That he was like basically uh, out saying like, what was his name? That he was like, if you don't go Scarborough. get it. Scarborough. Thank you. If you don't go get it, you are an idiot. You are like just bullying people. Right. And, and you've brought up a really good example that you personally know someone that if they were to get a vaccine, right, maybe not mm -hmm. every single vaccine out there, but you have to be very careful with people like that. They could, they could die. Right. So yeah. a lot of people, what I, what I would, it's that they come out here, they have such influence, right? Like you saw their H3 blowing up and getting all pissed off. Get it, get it. And you have people that are listening to you that maybe maybe will listen to you because maybe they hold you to that such high standards maybe they can't think for themselves and then we'll get the vaccine do you want their illnesses god forbid their deaths on your conscience right covid is not something we cannot push everybody to fix like this 
I'm, I'm not with the people on the far right, if you want to call them that, that are like, oh, open everything up. It's a myth, blah, blah, blah. Take the, you know, I, I, I think those people are idiots. You know, they're like, let's mm -hmm. go back to like partying. And I don't believe in people on the far left, like in this case, H3, that it's like every person should get vaccinated as you heard it from his mouth. It's like, dude, you have to be responsible. You, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is as simple as that, really. I think, uh, yeah, it, it is just as simple as that. It's like when you're, it, it really frustrates people when you're not with them, but you're not necessarily against them because they don't understand. It's like, wait, you're not with me, but you're not against me either. Like, what the fuck? What? 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 How, how is this possible? You know, it's like, how, how can thinking about, th and then what really annoys them is when you stay calm through the whole situation. When you don't get, when you don't let any of your emotions so, oh, oh, that's how you annoy people. But I don't know. But yeah, I guess uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if H3H3 is actually that particular episode is sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, nice, dude. That's, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Very nice. And what did we learn about the Johnson & Johnson? Right? That they had to stop it. Eh? There you know, you but if he would have pushed, by the way, in that episode, funny that you mentioned the Johnson Johnson, Joe Rogan's, you know, shared an anecdote that he was actually gonna was offered, but Dana White, if you don't know who Dana White is, he's basically the, mm. the head of the UFC, right? And he's like, hey, Dana White offered me a vaccine and that Joe told Dana like, yeah, I'll take it. Fuck it. Dana told him, hey, by the way, we'll, we'll have one on the side for you. And it happened to be the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And then when he was about to get, get it, it gets pulled out. So that, of course, that's where you have someone, people like Joe, that's like, okay, his comment is like, hey, listen, which I've said this about by myself, at least I can't speak for, for Josh here, but you know, if you're really, really healthy, um, mm. maybe don't rush to the front of the line, you know, for sure. Let people take him. I've said it before. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Josh, I don't believe you're an anti-vaxxer, you know, nope. but you have to weigh your options here. Like you guys are trying to fix COVID a worldwide pandemic in like 24 months. It's like, okay, we got a vaccine. Utterly. Vámonos. Todos take it, take it, take it, take it. And then when we have after effects and problems, it's like, mm -hmm. oopsie, like, uh, okay, that, this is kind of weird now. This, this didn't age yeah. well, right? It's like, dude, we, we have to, we have to kind of breathe together, let some people take it, right? And then slowly trail everybody in, right? As many as we can. Uh, not as we can, I should say, but uh, uh, people that appropriately should be taking it. Hey, you don't go out. Good. Don't, don't just stay where you're at. You know, you're retired. You stay home 90% of the time. Good. Continue doing that. Okay. Um, Hey, JT, there's more like you that you work from home. You're always from home. Your food gets delivered. Great. I'll tell you what, don't rush to the front line. Come get it. Maybe in a couple, a couple months, six months or something like that. Once we have more mm -hmm. and more people that take it, we see more results. Right. But then you have, again, people like H3 that's like coming down and shitting on Joe Rogan because he's saying essentially the same thing. If you were a mm -hmm. healthy individual, right, and there's no real pressing reason for you to take it, don't rush to the front of the line. He even shared, mm -hmm. by the way, Joe Rogan and his own parents got it. Like the, he, they got the vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, but you again, I just it's a, here's an example, right? Where I mean, sometimes you're you're you're, you're um, I don't want to say your idols because he's not my idol, but somebody that you normally watch regularly can let you down. Yeah. Now. You know, he might have misspoken, and that's fine. People are allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. I still believe in that. But, Ethan, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you would ever watch this, 
just kind of watch what you say, dude, especially when you get in the heat of the moment, right? And, and correct the record. Joe Rogan has come out and corrected the record. Maybe maybe you will too, because you coming out and saying, yeah. and I wrote it down here for myself, everybody needs to get the vaccine and stop the spread. Dude, that's a little excessive, dude. That's uh, You kind of misspoke there. And uh, maybe you yeah. didn't do it with bad intentions, but you misspoke. One last thing that I want to show for you sure. guys, by the way, which will go hand in hand with our next story and our final story. Check this out. Again, from the CDC directly. Uh, they are saying here, right, that um, uh, the, uh, how effective the vaccines are against variants, keyword, by the way, of the virus that causes COVID-19. Early data shows that the vaccine may work against some variants, but could be less effective against others. All right, this is coming from the CDC. I can maybe lower this mm -hmm. for anybody that wants to see the receipts and proof. Boom, right there. CDC.gov. All right. It, it's coming from them. So that even mm -hmm. they are saying, right, I think they have more authority than both Joe Rogan and H3H3 to say, hey, the vaccines are effective. However, they might be a little weaker against some variants. And that's key because of the next stories we're going to go in. But before, uh, I want to make sure I remind everybody that if you guys can, Go ahead and like this video. And uh, also, if you don't mind following us on other platforms, we have a link tree mm -hmm. down in our description. You can follow all of our links to everywhere the show is located, um, you know, that, that you can possibly be subscribed to. Uh, all right. So let's move on right. to the next uh, and last story. And that is a, a tragic one, a serious one, and uh, one that uh, honestly I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed out over. I saw some videos, which I'm going to show here today, which, by the way, viewer discretion advice because uh the videos the videos can be um you know a, a little severe and serious but here we have an article out of the Reuters saying india covid cases across across 18 million grave diggers work round the clock and that is not by the way hyperbolic like that is serious all right and i'm gonna i have some videos to show you guys again viewer discretion advice so the little of the article here, says that India's total COVID-19 cases passed 18 million on Thursday after another world, um, let me, I think I'm missing there. There we go. World record number of daily infections as grave diggers work around the clock to bury victims and hundreds more were cremated in makeshift pyres in parks and parking lots. That's insane. I don't understand if Whoa. anybody listening to this doesn't understand what I just said makeshift pyres is that how you say that josh pyres 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 yeah pyres yeah. right that's it which essentially if you guys don't know what that is they're basically when they put a whole bunch of sticks right you've seen it maybe in game of thrones and in those like movies mm -hmm. right and then they burn someone on top that is exactly what they're talking about guys in parks and parking lots so india reported uh 379,257 new infections and 3,645 new deaths on thursday Health Ministry data showed the highest number of fatalities in a single day. <laughs> wow. Since the start of the pandemic. Laugh, but Jesus, wow. It's insane, man. It's it's just, it's out of control in my opinion, right? And let me show you a little bit of that whole variant thing that I was telling you guys earlier. So in this other article, who tells nations not to let the guard down? Okay. In this other article, let me expand it a little bit because I don't know why it freaked out on me here. And that's uh, who is in the word World Health Organization. Yes. Not, it's not a question. 
Yes, correct. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, correct. Uh, as Fiji battles the B1617, which, by the way, a lot of you guys, in my opinion, should start getting a little educated on what like all these variants are. It's not enough to just say COVID anymore, but you'll understand here why. Uh, variants of COVID, uh, the COVID-19 virus warning by our, our health authorities need to be taken seriously if we are to make it out without a catastrophe. The World Health Organization, which is the WHO, is warning countries such as Fiji, which is now facing the new variant to be wary of co uh, what COVID can do. This is based on how India only late last year was flattening the curve and heading towards a safe zone. But as of today, has over 200 deaths, 200,000, excuse me, deaths. A new record um, of 379,459 new cases in the last 24 hours. <laughs> so the following videos, again, I cannot say it enough because I know some people are kind of sensitive to images and stuff like that. Viewer discretion. So let's go into the first video real quick. Coming here out of Twitter, the AFP News Agency. So I'll re I'll, I'm going to have to translate this for those of you guys listening on the podcast. Um, the person said the second wave of COVID-19 started around April 5th and 6th, um, initially five to 10 bodies. Whoa. We were being brought here, but yesterday we had a maximum of 122 cremations in a day. 122 cremations in one day. Yesterday and today, we surpassed 100 cremations. By the way, those of you guys listening on the podcast, there's a there's an aerial shot of like what appears to be like maybe the city in the middle, or, or in, sorry, the city, and in the middle, there's like all these little red dots. Those are cremations that are happening, like in the in open air. Oh, come on. So he says, I asked the commissioner and he granted us permission to construct 10 pyres. Then 20, then 40. Right now we have space for 100 pyres. And if we get more bodies, then we will cremate on the road. There is no more space. My heart breaks. My heart cries when I see poor people mourning the death. And there are five-year-old and 10-year-old children. When I see young brides losing their husbands, it breaks my heart and we shed tears. And we wonder what is happening in Delhi. We have never, we never thought that we would see such horrible scene. It's, it's, it's devastating, man. It's, it's insane. This is happening right effing now. Like this is not a news from like two weeks ago or not that it would really matter. I mean, it's still devastating, but 
you know, this is, this is fresh. This is happening right now. Right. And I have one more video that I want to show you. This is, I think the, somehow the, the more heavier one, um, oh, to, God. to see. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's devastating, man. Here, let me, uh, my mouse for some reason loses connectivity. Sometimes it freaks out on me. There we go. Yeah. Oh no. So for those of you guys listening on the podcast, there are bodies lined up, lined up, waiting to be cremated on these. Like, it's almost like you see a whole bunch of bonfires. Like that's, you would think that like without seeing the bodies, you were like, oh, these people have like, maybe, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 bonfires on the open. Oh, that's funny. Right. You would think that if you didn't know any better. And then you realize that there's literally a line of people that are dead. Okay. In line, waiting. They are wrapped in these like sheets. Some of them have flowers, decorations. I'm sure because of you know some religious purposes, but they're just waiting to be cremated. I mean, it, it's it's oh, it's it's. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm completely lost for words. I don't even have commentary either. So I guess the only thing I could try and do is lighten the mood and. Uh... I think that was really amazing what you did, translating all that Hindi just by listening to it. Yeah. For anyone listening <laughs> on the podcast, he, JT wasn't reading anything. He oh, yeah. knows Hindi. <laughs> Thanks, man. No, I appreciate he translated it. Yeah. it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, there was totally, totally no, no, no uh, closed captioning there. Yeah, man, it, it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's sad. And by the way, when it comes to the new variant, right, that we we're talking about, mm. um, this, this video here right here actually does a really good job out of the BBC. Uh, in describing and, and kind of, you know, at least helping us understand what these variants are and what they can do and why is it so dangerous. So let's watch a little bit of this. So how is the virus mutating and what do we know about the variants? The picture is different in different parts of the country. In Delhi and Punjab, the UK variant is dominant. It has a mutation to the spike of the virus that allows it to enter cells more easily, so it can infect more people. But in Maharashtra and West Bengal, a new Indian variant has emerged. It has two key mutations. Lab studies suggest it's slightly more infectious, but less so than the UK variant. But the changes may mean that antibodies find it harder to block the virus. But scientists need to assess how much immunity is lost. It probably means the virus is a bit less well able to be neutralized by vaccines, but certainly I don't think there's any evidence that it's an escape mutation or that it fundamentally can't uh, be stopped by the vaccines. And I think we have to obviously watch carefully, but there's at present no reason to panic about it. So, you know, they're hoping more than anything that, right, it sounds like the, the vaccine will stop it and it will help. But that's why some areas are having such difficulty because of all these variants. And you saw it there at the CDC. They don't know yet. They're hoping. And I'm, I'm glad. I mean, you have to hang on to hope sometimes. But they're hoping, right, um, that the vaccines will help, you know, and, and stopping the spread of these new variants, right, they're especially like they're being hit in India. Now, we have uh, one more article here that essentially is, is uh, saying that the U.S. tells its citizens to leave India. Uh, over COVID. So the U.S. government has told its citizens to leave India as soon as possible because of the COVID-19 crisis. In a level four 
travel advisory, the highest issued by the Department of State, U.S. Um, citizens were told not to travel to India or leave as soon as it is safe to do so. There are 14 direct daily flights between India and the U.S. and other services that connect through Europe, the department said. So this is how, how serious it is, right? It is not often that the U.S. Um, sends out this, this kind of message out to the world. And if, by the way, you're wondering, like, well, how the hell did it get so bad? You have articles like this right here who are, are, are saying that the problem, at least in their opinion, is is the uh the I'm not sure what what you call it there the PM I don't know that's called I don't know that it's called president there in India uh, uh, but prime minister I is think that it what, is it's prime minister right now I unfortunately so. looking at this website it doesn't look like they have really good uh development but here it is so this is what the powers look like by the way guys like it just it's beyond insane beyond insane uh French newspaper blames Modi's arrogance for COVID resurgence. So the article goes on to say that for a while there, um, India felt like they were in the clear, like they were, you know, there were even celebrations and stuff like that. And a lot of restrictions were, were basically eased and they're blaming some of that because the, the person there in charge, Modi kind of, you know, supported this concept that, Hey, we can relax, chill. We're fine. And then you have these variants that popped up and essentially wreck havoc in their country, which is, it's really sad now, now that you guys have seen some of those videos, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, this is why I tell people, right. And it goes back to our middle article there. We cannot be too extreme to either side. We cannot be of no more masks, you know, screw vaccines, uh, go back to partying. That is not smart, but also we cannot go to vaccine every, every person immediately like that. Because we've seen so many covers, so many articles where we're not ready there yet. We're not ready to to get every single individual vaccinated. So it's it's the the reality is that this is somewhere in the middle. Some people may not want to accept this. Some people may not want to agree with this, and that's I mean that's fine. That is your prerogative. But the reality of things is that you know this this you know the happy uh, spot, if you can say, is somewhere in the middle. Right is where 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 this can can truly live. I mean, that's at least that's 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 my final thought on that. What do you think? Yeah, I think you've pretty. Sorry, I think you lost me there for a second, but I'm back again. I think you're pretty much right. It's you can't be too extreme in these situations. In a crisis, you need a level head and you need to be balanced in the choices that you make. Going out and getting vaccinated. Sure. I mean, if you have the means to be able to do so and be able to choose your vaccine properly, if you do the research correctly, absolutely. Go out and do it. Don't be an extremist. Be balanced. Keep calm. And sure, this, this virus won't be destroyed or it won't be, it won't, it probably won't be stopped by the vaccine, but it will be slowed down a lot. That's for sure. So before we all take off our masks and say, hooray, let's all hug each other again and whatever which we're you know all of us are hoping to do one day or another we miss we miss human contact right before we do that keep those masks on keep your hands clean keep keep the gel going just keep calm and do as the world or the world health organization has advised wash your hands 
antibacterial gel, face mask on. Don't yeah. leave. No, the I house definitely think it's somewhere it's in the middle. I, I agree with you. You know, we we should follow guidelines. You know, to the best of our abilities, of course. And uh, we should really try to be balanced. You know, not to be extreme. You know, I'm sorry if I'm going to disappoint some of my more conservative followers or some of my more liberal followers. Guys, if you guys are listening to this, the, the let's let's at least try to see right um, that this is somewhere in the middle. Right, that some people will be able to get the vaccine very quickly. Some people should, you know, hold back, and and they and that's their right to hold back and wait mm -hmm. to get this vaccine. And then uh, at the same time, we should be very vigilant for these new variances that are coming out there, right? That are coming out, and you know, for that reason, we should perhaps uh, not uh, just yet, uh, you know, just as we've seen from India here, celebrate. Right. And start packing uh, comedy clubs and concerts and sports venues. We should maybe just hold on. Right. We, there will be hopefully a time when we get back to that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I mean, if you get bored, you still got this show to watch at least for now. Hey, good plug there. I like it. Good way to end the show as well, by the way. I love that. Josh, you are thinking on your feet, my friend. Good job. Um, so, yeah. And with that, I'll, I'll, I'll leave our last uh Little thing on here of saying that, as always, if you don't mind, um, you know, clicking that like, uh, it really helps the show, making sure you're subscribed. More importantly, making sure that the ring notification is actually like on, right? Rumors, rumors, YouTube, YouTube, it's just a rumor, no accusations, but they say that sometimes ring notifications get undone. I mean, I'm not the only one saying this, by the way. Ironically, I've seen it from people that have mentioned it before, like Will DeFranco. So just, you know, eh, call it a bug, YouTube. Call it a bug. But anyways, uh, if you don't mind clicking that notification bell, that really helps. And that is it for today. Uh, and as always, uh, thank you for watching and see ya.